You know what it is. That's right. It's time to talk money with your money nerd and financial coach. Now, tighten those purse strings and open those ears. It's the Money Talk with Tiff podcast. Hey, everyone. What's up? Good, good evening. Good evening. Good. I feel like I was actually in like your voicemail back in the day. I know. It's like I finally figured out the music. They only give you certain ones, so. Like legit, I thought I was in the wrong place. I'm gonna try something else. When I heard the music, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, "Did I end up in an elevator somewhere? What happened?" You're taking the production to a new level, right? They only give you like three choices. So, and last time I could, like, you can't hear them before you play them. So, yeah, we all heard it for the first time. Gotcha. It wasn't bad. It just it just got me by surprise. I'm like, man, we taking it to the next level. Oh, uh, this is Elon's Twitter now. So here we are. <laughs> we have music for spaces. Well, since you connected to the roadcast, I mean, if you connect your phone to the roadcaster, I'm not sure where you at, but you can play your tunes if you want to do that too. Oh uh, yeah, I'm nowhere near my uh, podcast setup. In another part of the house. I'm saying it like my house is huge, but <laughs> I'm on the West Wing. No. <laughs> so, anywho, um, I guess we'll give it a, another minute or so. Let people get in here. How are you? How was you all's Christmas or a holiday? Kwanzaa starts today. Anybody celebrate? I celebrate Kwanzaa. Yeah, we do too, except this year we're not doing gifts because uh, <laughs> Christmas didn't get gifts. Kwanzaa's not getting gifts either, but um, we were, like me and my youngest son, we're talking about Emoja, which is what today is, which is Unity, so we'll be doing that. Did everybody have a good Christmas if you celebrate Christmas? It was, it was, it's been good holidays. It's been good holidays this way. Um, and uh, just looking forward to trying to relax, reflect, and refresh for the last uh, what, roughly six days of the year. So chilling over here. Yes, yes. And that's why um, I wanted to do this topic. I forgot who bought it up. Um, but just talking about just reflecting on our year the biggest gains, losses, things we learned, you know, money-wise, and then looking forward to next year, like if we have anything planned, how we expect to get there, so on and so forth. So kind of just going over, like, our stuff, but giving people um, hope if they're in the same situation or strategies, you know, to get there as well, wherever we went, so... All right, we'll go ahead and get started. So welcome to Fin Noir, Space for Black Money Talk. We are on Twitter. Um, it's every Monday at 9 p.m. Uh, my name is Tiffany Grant. I run the Money Talk with Tiff podcast and website. So I'm all about financial education for the black and brown community. Uh, and then I'll go over to my co-host. My name is Rakim Sabri. I cover financial trauma and financial empowerment for people who look like me, and I am responsible for the Overcoming Financial Trauma podcast and newsletter. The newsletter goes out Friday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and I'm still figuring out a cadence for the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But at least you started, right? (laughs) Facts. Facts. Actually, I'm I'm closing up the season after episode 10 and then going to reimagine what season two looks like. So I'm excited about that. Okay. Well, make sure you come back because usually people quit after episode 10. So no, I'm definitely coming back. <laughs> I have, I have a list of people that I still have to interview. So I'm definitely coming back. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. And I will hold you accountable. Um, Anthony. <laughs> hey everybody. My name is Anthony and I am the host of the about that water podcast where we help you build strong financial habits so that you can live the life that you want to without losing and sacrificing all of the cool things that you have. Nice. And Stack? 
Hey, what's going on, everybody? My name is Steven Stack. I'm a debt-free millionaire helping others to build wealth while realizing that wealth goes beyond our bank accounts to the person we're becoming. Amen and amen. And Jonathan? Hey, good evening, everyone. This is Jonathan, J Town Solutions on TikTok, Instagram, just helping people build wealth and maintain quality relationships. What you over there chomping on? <laughs> I think we have to put the trash out, so I'm doing it at the last minute. <laughs> Gotcha. Well, thank you, Jonathan. <laughs> All right. So like I said, and if you are in this space, you can see at the top, um, the topic for today is the biggest gains and losses from 2022 and then also looking forward to 2023. So I guess I'll go ahead and kick us off. Um, this year was very interesting for me just on a personal level. A lot of stuff was going down or what have you. But one of the things that um, I was grateful for that I was able to do was travel. So August through mm, the end of September, I was never home pretty much. Now I bring this up because one thing that happened during that time was I got off my, I got off track with my budget. Um, <laughs> if you know anything about traveling, you know, it's very easy, especially when you're a foodie like me to just spin, spin, spin. And then also I was I was like, I want to enjoy myself. I was in Jamaica for almost a month. So I'm like, you know, okay, I'll just worry about the budget, worry about the bills when I get back home. Now in my head, I was telling myself once I did get back home or while I was there, I was like, dang, I'm not gonna have enough money for my bills. I'm not gonna have this, I'm not gonna have that. But then when I got back and I actually sat down after I finished all of my travel, I sat down and actually did my budget. So I had to eat the frog, as some would say, or, you know, just face, you know, my fears. It actually wasn't that bad. So I actually learned this year to not let the self-talk get to me um, as far as when it comes to my finances and to stick to the basics. <laughs> so go back to the basics as needed. And for me, the basics is budgeting. Like that's how I live my life. That's how I stay practically stress-free in the financial realm of things. And that's just how I operate. And I realized that this is also another lesson I learned. I realized that when I don't budget, it stresses me out and <laughs> I don't feel right. So that was one of the lessons that I've learned this year is to just quiet the self-talk, sit down, look at the numbers, face your fears, and make it happen. <laughs> just, um, and I see Rakim's hand is up. Yeah, no, I was just gonna. I, I was reserving my spot for next. Um, <laughs> but my my year kind of mirrored yours in that, um, and I've been describing it lately as being the both the richest and I don't want to use the word poorest, but financially challenging year at the same time that I've experienced. Um, my first full calendar year as an entrepreneur, so January one through December thirty one. So I'm super proud of that, um, being able to make 100% of my mortgage payments on time. Um, I bought a new car. Um, I did a lot of traveling in, I think it was this quarter or last quarter. So between, you know, September kind of kicked it off with FinCon, um, FTA the next month, October, AFCPE, November. So I went from being in the house due to COVID um, back in 2020 and just not wanting to go anywhere to like going everywhere this year. So it was really nice to start getting out and interacting with people face to face. And through a lot of those interactions, I have, um, met some cool people, got a lot of cool opportunities, um, won a scholarship for the, uh, AFC program. So I'm excited about that. Um, just a whole lot of, of things that I realized in hindsight, I would not have been able to do logistically if I had the full-time job. Um, but I would say the, I, w I don't want to call it a loss. Like I just want to focus on positive language in this conversation. But one of the things that I think was a challenge for me navigating entrepreneurship is that I didn't have a lot of, um, intentional, or um, directed time. I was just kind of like vibing. 
And so I was making money doing different things. But I think going into 2023, my big takeaway is, okay, Rakim, like, figure out where do you want to be at this point in the year? Where do you want to be at that point of the year? What are the baby steps that you need to take in order to accomplish that and um, and make sure that you're staying on track? So, like I said, being more intentional about how I spend my time, who I spend my time with, what am I working on? You know, is content creation going to be a priority in 2023? Or is community engagement going to be a priority? So still figuring those things out. But I think um, I definitely needed the year to go the way that it did. And that's why I say it was the richest year for me, even though it wasn't monetarily. Yes, I definitely can relate there. And I'll get into that when I get into my 2023 stuff. Um, but Anthony, go ahead. Hey, so I have to say that the year started off pretty cool. Um, getting some interviews and just meeting a lot of people was pretty fun. Um, but it was just really interesting to see that the one question that I asked a lot of my guests, which is, where do you see yourself within the next two years? And to have one of the people come on the show from the beginning of the year to actually, for them to reach back to me uh, to actually achieve their goal within six months um, was an eye opener to say like, you know, things that we put out there to not give up on it, but to continue to ask and push for it. Um, so I get to talk about one of the guests and her name is uh, Chloe Cho. Um, she was the one who told me about FinCon in the first place, but her goal was to actually work remotely inside another country. And all she did was ask. And she managed to give her the full pass. So she got the American Express uh, platinum card, flew all the way out to another country, worked there for three months. And everything was actually pretty much paid for by the company so she can actually continue to, to blog and so forth as a, um, and that's what she did. But to do that in six months to show like, well then what's holding me back um, going forward? And as I reflect on everything that I've did so far this year um, has given me such a drive, like within these past three months since I met most of you guys at FinCon to now it's like, why wait to push myself to that next level? What are the steps that I'm taking today and how can I maximize every day at least to take, maybe even if it's one hour uh, to read a book or 10 minutes to even just, uh, you know, look at my stats on Instagram to say, you know what, these are the things that I need to do. One of the challenging pieces I would say is how can, is I would just say just really believing in myself. Um, cause I, sometimes I always just overthink things instead of actually doing it. And that's one of the things that I have to understand that, you know, what I have today is really enough to get me to the next level. It's just that I need to maximize on the things that I have, um, for, to continue on to achieve the goals that I want to have. And that's one of the things that I have to say that has really, uh, driven me to understand for 2023 is that I don't know where I'm going to take myself, but I know that whatever I decide to do, um, I'm going to give it a little spin, give it a try. And if it fails, it fails, but at least I tried it. So that's what I had. I yield the mic. That's awesome, Anthony, and so real. And it, and as you all are talking, I'm just like, we all have a lot of the same struggles <laughs> or opportunities. Um, so anyway, uh, Stack? Hey, so I think for me, um, and I was chewing on it for a bit, on the, I don't really have a, like a major loss. Uh, I mean, the, probably the closest thing that I could put is you guys know I am like a millionaire in real life. I actually have a seven-figure amount liquidly invested, not including, uh, you know, illiquid assets or things like that. So I guess technically I could say for stuff that's in primarily the stock market, that could be considered a loss uh, as far as just a loss in some of the value. Uh, on on some of the different equities and things like that. 
Um, but I'm really a long-term uh, investor, thinker, et cetera. So I didn't really look at that as like a negative. Um, I think one of the big kind of perspective gains for me is coming into this year, 2022, I really made it a concerted effort to do two things to say, I want to major on the majors in life. Uh, and obviously that included, you know, business finance and et cetera, like that. So I'm like, man, I want to be really sharp on the big things and not get bogged down into some of the mini details. Um, and there was a conversation that I was actually having with a client while in Paris and we were face to face and what I encouraged them with, they were, they were talking about just, they were kind of worrying about a bunch of things and the advice that I gave them really rung true kind of on the inside for me was to say, Hey, instead of putting so much energy towards what if things go wrong, what if you change your perspective to say, well, what if things go right? What would life look like? How could things break in your favor? And like, I knew that had always kind of been a perspective of mine, but like their reaction to it. And then when I kind of sat and just kind of ruminated on it, just marinated and chewed on it for a bit, I'm like, man, am I really walking this kind of thought process out to the degree that I could? And that was back in like late April when, when I was in Paris. And so from that marker, through the rest of the year, I just started looking at things of, Hey, what if things go right? And of course, being able to connect with people like you all was awesome at FinCon getting to meet the homie rock him in real life. Finally, <laughs> you know? Um, so that was, that was really good. That was really good. So those were huge gains. And I think going into 2023, some of y'all know, cause I did have a little side conversation there's some pretty massive things coming together uh, for 2023 um, that, I mean, I'll probably make more than I've ever made uh, in life. And the crazy part about it is that I plan to do the same stuff that I've always done, which is you know, if, if I made $10 million a month, I'd still be doing a lot of the same things, which would be spending time with friends, spending time with family, um, and just trying to enjoy life uh, to the to the fullest while helping a bunch of people along the way. So I will yield the mic. Thank you, Stack. I'm over here like I should have had my notebook ready because <laughs> I was like major in the majors. Okay, got it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you dropped a lot of gems right there. Um, Jonathan? No, uh, it's so interesting hearing everybody's stories, but mine kind of resonates that same tone. Um, I It wasn't until you guys posed a question, even while I was listening on the call, I'm like, what things that I didn't realize had happened this year um uh, because everything just went so swiftly. So um, me and my wife, we were uh, part of those uh, people in the first part of the year that we closed on our new home and uh, went into the real estate game, I guess you could say, with uh, an investment property uh, to get the ball rolling while switching jobs and toddler and all the, all the things, right, and getting it decorated. But for me, um, this is my second yeah, second year going to FinCon, but I remember in that first year, uh, even though it wasn't as big a crowd, but there was a consistent resonance on um, diversifying, real estate investing, and uh, I had just become acutely aware, and everything happened so quickly that oftentimes, even at this point in the year, I, I do forget that I actually have a piece of property, which um, it's, it's kind of 
it's humbling. Uh, and I would often say uh, or wonder if Stack, when you see your seven-figure account invested, uh, that you often have that second mindset or second thought of, uh, man, that's crazy. I actually did it. Uh, and the only reason why I bring that up is because uh, in so many of these feats of that $100,000 in 401k and you're crossing all these different thresholds, maybe a thousand on YouTube, a thousand on TikTok, whatever the case may be, uh, one thing is considered uh, that has become more evident now that if you keep working and if you keep trying um, and obviously getting in great companies such as you guys with that supportive nature of the technical spill, uh, technical aspect, but then also just uh, understanding, uh, hey, you got some hills and valleys ahead and everybody's on the journey together. Um, you start to realize that if you're focused, you still can, uh, like uh, Anthony and Stephen and even Rakim even kind of echoed those sentiments, you can hit whatever target you're after. And so uh, when you, I know for me, one of the things that I struggle with even from last year to this year, because having a career and all that, um, I like that one of the things that came became more popular that gave uh, gave me confidence in the path that I'm choosing to take is uh, a lot of people are popularizing the fact that hey, you don't have to leave your nine to five to build a, a platform if you don't want if you don't want to. Uh, and oftentimes, uh, I would think entrepreneurship. A lot of people. Uh, or a lot of stories you hear is people, they had an issue at their job or uh, they just couldn't make enough or and entrepreneurship kind of caught up with them. Well, it's none of those things. It's just the fact of the deep, the sense of deep impact. Uh, and so towards this year, uh, it's just really saw that um, through the real estate ventures, stock market, whatever the case may be. And in this time where I can literally see fear being pushed into uh, society through all different terms of medium, uh, I'm not necessarily fearful. I'm really more optimistic of what are these two years going to look like for the people who were prudent and actually stayed the course and in five years, what does that typically look like? Yeah, things may look a little bleak now, but um, what does the platforms look like? Who's going to be uh, outcoming? Because uh, that's the thing that I am seeing that the people that are popular in this space, they're tired. And if you're tired and they switching and they want to do anything different to each his own, but it also begs the question of you didn't really get into this to as a passion, you kind of fell into it. And now that you've had the success you want, you want to do something different. Uh, and that's going to probably require some work. Uh, so uh, this year has definitely taught me a lot of those things, um, but I'm encouraged and probably even more confident that uh, even though it doesn't look clear, which entrepreneurship I don't think is ever clear, uh, I have more confidence that I at least headed in the right direction. Yes, that is awesome, Jonathan, and thank you for sharing. Um, I think we all have some pretty, like you said, a lot of people have hit on just going after what you have set out to do, um, I think is super important. And before I get into my next thing, let me go to Anthony real quick. Hey, I just wanted to, cause I was looking for it, but I was hoping I had more time. Um, but I created a calendar like for the year, just to kind of see all the milestones that I wanted to hit. And I created it, I think, uh, 2021. Um, but I'll, the last update I have was March and I kind of just fell off over the time, but it looked like I already hit like 80%. I kind of wish I could present my screen here, um, but I'll, I'll show it on Instagram and also probably just tweet about it. Um, but looking at the chart, just because of this, I actually had it on my Q3 thing was to actually attend FinCon. Well, sign up for it at first. And then, you know, I'm just kind of glad that I wrote it down first. And now that I've seen everything that I've wrote down, I've actually accomplished about 80% of it. Though so I got the extra 20% to go. Um, that's what I hope to achieve. And I actually got my first talking event that coming in 2023, which is something that I plan to do for 2022, but I just didn't make the phone calls because I was afraid. Um, but now I'm seeing, okay, I'm out there and actually making a phone call to try to achieve that additional 20% that I missed out on from this year 
So I just wanted to add that extra piece before we go to the next topic. Thanks. No, and that's good because the thing is you wrote it all down, right? Or however you track you're tracking it. And so you're able to look back and say, you know what? I actually did do this. <laughs> like I think that was one of the biggest takeaways I took from what you just said is that we need to make sure that we have these goals and stuff down somewhere, whether it's written, spreadsheet, um, I don't care, a sticky note on your bedroom mirror or whatever, um, that you're able to look back and actually celebrate when you do achieve some of these goals that, you know, you accomplish. Like for you to go back and say, you know, even though you hadn't updated it since what, March or April, you're like, shoot, I actually did 80% of this stuff. <laughs> like, And that's without even revisiting it. So I think that was very important to add. So thank you so much for saying that. Um, I wanted to bring up another thing that I've learned this year, because like I said at the beginning, it has been a very rough personal year for me, but it also put mental health on the forefront for me, right? So, you know, going through the things that I'm going through, one of those things probably would have broke somebody. You get what I'm saying? But since I had, um, I started seeing a therapist this year. Um, she's been awesome. And actually seeing her before a lot of this other stuff hit um, was very helpful in getting me through the rest of the year. Because um, my Q4, so much has happened. Um, and that was on top of what had already happened earlier this year. So getting a therapist early in the year, I think I started seeing her, well, not early in the year, but, you know, maybe about July or so. And then all hell broke loose, like September and on. <laughs> so it's like I already had her in place. I already had started talking through some of the other stuff that was going on. And with that being said, having that um, the tools in place, like when I talk to her, I'm like, you know, even though this stuff has been hard, I haven't really um, broke down because of it if that makes sense. So I would say that was one of my biggest lessons because I don't, I feel like if I hadn't taken that step earlier before all this other unforeseen stuff happened, I don't think I would have gotten through as well as I have been getting through. Um, so I just wanted to put that on the forefront as well, that mental health is important. And I actually firsthand experienced it, just a lot has happened. And to have those tools in place has been indispensable in to me. So I just wanted to bring that up, that that was one of my biggest lessons this year, to take it very seriously and make sure that I have the tools in place. Um, Reckon? Yeah, I want to echo the sentiment around mental health. Um, I was actually having a conversation with close friends that have become family. Uh, yes, uh, and, you know, we we're talking about just the journey, right? And they were asking me about you know, how, how am I really, which I always think is an interesting question because there's so much more intentionality and in, in finding out like, how are you navigating all of this, right? On the surface, everything might look shiny and good and progressive, but like what's going on inside of you? And uh, I took a second to think about that. And we were talking about like work and careers and stuff like that. And I said, you know what? Although this year has been challenging for me financially, I have a better grasp on my mental health from a stress perspective than I probably ever have in my entire working career. And I mean, everybody that knows the story knows that I left corporate because of my mental health. Like that was a big determining factor. And um, we've all had conversations um, in in these spaces, talking about weighing the pros and cons of what going back to work looks like. And um, I've been navigating making peace with the trauma that I've experienced with corporate America and, and reimagining what, you know, 2023 can look like as an independent contractor, entrepreneur, or as an employee. And um, I, I, I agree with you. I think that this choice is not for everybody that not everybody is built for that and that's not like a slight to anybody um or what people are capable of it's more so a statement around what people are willing to do what people are willing to endure to make 
something like entrepreneurship work. And um, and then the second point that I really want to echo when you talked about tools, um, I have not gone to see a therapist yet. It's something that I want to do. I should probably add that to my list of things for 2023. But I think community has been a like lifeboat for me and community starting with, you know, this this core group of, of you guys who, you know, we congregate every Friday at nine o'clock and start talking about a bunch of different things. But what I notice in the conversations that we have is that even though they're themed, there's a lot of our personal experiences or our personal takes that allow for us to get to know each other um, and, and, and the influences that drive our decision-making. And I'm listening to Ant talk about, you know, some of his goals and the things that he's accomplished and believing in himself and confidence. And I'm like, man, like, that's a hell of a realization because so much of success in this space, I think, has to do with whether or not you believe you can do it. Like, no amount of somebody on the outside saying, you know what, like, you can do this, I believe in you. Like, that all feels good, but for you to make the decision to turn the dial, to to to, to start the podcast, to do the blog, to reach out to the to the companies and submit proposals, like, that's all on you. And what I've learned, especially since FinCon, is that community has helped kind of um, stabilize what those ebbs and flows of doubt look like, what those ebbs and flows of confidence look like. You know, you might think that you're you're killing it and then you see somebody else extra killing it and you're like, okay, like, <laughs> I need to go harder. Um, and then in the, in the moments where it's, it's really, really dark and, you know, I've had individual conversations with some of you about what that looks like for me and we've had collective conversations about what that looks like for each other. So as much as this is kind of a point to echo um, what you said, Tiffany, it's also a shout out to all of you in taking the time to be invested in each other, um, in the good and in the bad, and to use your experiences and your expertise to help navigate what could be and what sometimes is very much a dark place for other people. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> I say after every space how much I love y'all. <laughs> but it's like just our interactions every day is so helpful um, with everything that we have going on, uh, whether it's business stuff, whether it's content stuff, um, whether it's just personal stuff. You all have been very helpful. So thank you for bringing that up, Rakim, because, yeah, I don't know if I could have done it without you all either. <laughs> <laughs> my my therapist team no <laughs> all right Jonathan yeah it's um I know a lot has uh been uh said but yeah that was the thing I think even on the last I want to say if it was the last week or maybe the week before when we were all kind of congregating about coming on this this idea of Twitter spaces right I'm not even really big into Twitter but one of the things that I've just seen from my purview is the uh, the uh, growth of the the sparks of momentum that start to pick up and where this goes um, because we have such uh, not just a variety but it's really the dedication uh, and that's what I kind of meant about the thing kind of like you guys I know I'm a little bit of a workaholic but I would I would say I even challenge myself. <laughs> based off being around some of you guys like hey <laughs> go a little bit further put one more out put a put a post out not in a um competitive space but um it's a healthy challenge to giving it your best shot uh so that if you switch or whatever there's um uh, peace in in that um in that journey additionally understanding that everyone's at different stages <laughs> in this whole um, journey, but uh, I love the fact of the attack of a central message that we all kind of understand the impact of uh, really from everything, knowing yourself and improving yourself uh, to how that impacts 
your ability to provide and monetize your skill sets to what you can do and the opportunities you are able to impact to the world when you've done right by your money and yourself. Oh, that's deep. I was like, you gonna leave us there? Okay. <laughs> no, but that's, um, that's so real. Like, especially that last point you made, um, you know, when we're looking at our money and ourselves. And that's another thing this year has also taught me is it doesn't matter what your situation looks like, still show up. I mean, and I'm saying this from a financial influencer perspective, right? Because um, I made a tweet earlier this year where I put everything on on the, the front street, like all the debt that I have, all of that stuff. And not only was it cleansing for me, but it was also empowering and it made me want to go harder. And so, um, yeah, I think it's very important to, um, to make that happen as influencers ourselves. So, now that we went over 2022, does anybody have anything else from 2022 before we leave it behind? <laughs> and if anybody's in the audience want to hop in, please let us know, request, and we will put you up here. But anything else from 2022, Anthony? I still have to say that uh, it's not over with for me. I still got five days, so I'm trying to max mine out. Um, you know, I still got a couple episodes I want to finish up recording got to edit i mean i got some advertisements to go i still got emails to send out like <laughs> it's not over with for me I, it's not over with until it's over with so it says january 1st so i'm still here no that's real <laughs> i'm over here dying laughing because i'm like yeah you're right i just recorded an episode today but for the purposes of these spaces <laughs> Because by the time we come back next Monday, it will be a whole new year, y'all, I think, right? Am I right? Am I wrong? I think it's going to be a whole new year. So um, with that being said, let's hop into 2023. So does anybody want to start us off with what you're looking forward to, what you have planned, what are some things you're carrying over, what are some things you're leaving behind? Um, I just wanted to open up that that space. Uh, go ahead, Raquel. I think my biggest uh, professional goal for 23 is to uh, take the AFC and, and get the credentials. So past the AFC, um, I just I have so many thoughts and goals that are tied into that credential. Um, probably putting more weight on it than than is necessary, but that's definitely at the top of my list. Yes, come on in the room with the AFC. Um, I will say from experience, it has been very um, beneficial for me. Like, for instance, I just got an email today with somebody that found me on the AFC website. So putting that out there, I, it has been helpful for me, especially with what I do. And I know we kind of do similar things. I think it would be very helpful. Um, so I'm so proud of you. Congrats. Uh, anybody else? I saw Stephen came off a of mute. Yeah. Um... First off, man, that's awesome, Rakim, man. Just, just love witnessing your journey, man. So, um, you know how I feel about you and and rooting for you, man. So, that's awesome. Um, for me, I mean, a lot of the things that I'm looking forward to is uh, building with you all, uh, getting opportunities to collaborate, do do some podcast episodes with folks, uh, getting to to see more of you potentially out on the road. I do a fair amount of travel um, domestically. So I'm looking forward to potentially being in some of the same spots as people and legit connecting. Like if I'm in your city, I, I will hit you up and be like, yo, I'm coming through. So um, that's, that's a big thing for me. Um, I have a, a, a business that'll be launching which isn't directly financial but uh, it will have financial implications um and i'm also looking forward to uh, potentially well i'm in i'm in the midst of some works of uh acquiring some business equity in another business um so those are some things that i'm really looking forward to 
in 2023 and and then just continuing to to show up um as far as sharing things from a financial perspective um everything that i try to enter into i try to enter into it with at least a 10-year runway um so so even even when i think about like sharing on social media and things like that uh, which i know i'm most active on instagram but um my mentality is i'm i'm always thinking about the long game of just sharing and posting and like even when i see like things like the market being down i'm like man i've i've been invested for uh well over a decade now so just you you see the cycles and it's like hey all of these new investors that have come on since 2020, I think they said like 40 million people invested for the first time were in a meaningful way. Um, I'm like, they're getting an opportunity to get punched in the gut a little bit <laughs> in the market. Um, and being able to, to walk alongside people and say, Hey, it's okay. It's not the end of the road, especially for people. I'm going to take this from Rakim that look like me. Um, that haven't been invested like that for a long time to see a portfolio go down. I just want people to hold, hold on to the rope. Like don't let it go and, and just say, Hey, I like, if anything, this is time to lean in. So I'm really looking forward to that in 2023. Nice. Nice. Um, I completely agree. And I didn't know that stat. That's really good to know how many new investors we have. Um, that is awesome. I'm glad more people are paying attention <laughs> to investing now and wanting to learn more. So that's great. Uh, Jonathan? Yeah, um, I kind of agree with you, Stat. I'm not going to throw out too many stats, but there was a recent business, uh, not business, I think Yahoo Finance did an article on five ways to tell if you're doing um, good or you should feel better about doing your money. And two of the ones that st stood out there was one was 45 if you got $4,500 more than $4,500 in your account um <laughs> that's more than 40 or 50 percent of Americans and then the other one was if you have at least 30,000 invested in a 401k or any type of investment in the stock market vehicle um you're doing better than the or just slightly better than that 35 to 45 age group <laughs> And then if it's higher than 60,000, you're doing better than the 54 to, or I'm sorry, 45 to 54 <laughs> age group. So um, it, it's just indicator, even in the article, it's just indicators of saying that you're typically doing better than you think. Now, understanding how those numbers kind of matriculate out, um, there's still room for growth. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, this time uh, is, we'll be talking about what is this 2022 2020 2022 2023 much like people speak about 2008 2009 2010 um for me it's um i'm excited to a strong close of uh 2023 always glad when i'm able to kind of sit back take the last week off um just kind of breathe and <laughs> relax and like I told you guys, I'm usually not that good of a, a teammate in November and December just because it's holidays. I'm ready to turn it off uh, for a little bit. So January, I'll come out games, but game busters. But I know um, I, uh, I've seen the growth. I look forward to uh, obviously hitting the TikTok 1000, I believe, probably in that first two months of the year. Uh, to start going live across many different thresholds. Um, looking at the next uh, investment may not be real estate, but how we're going to really power through over these next two years because of what I believe and what I see now is just a great uh, once in a lifetime opportunity if you have the assets or to have the means to get the, get the cash to pour into assets what this could potentially mean for you down the road. Uh, and then partner, connect, collaborate, um, serve you guys as uh, friends and uh, as much as possible 
uh, in whatever cast, uh, I'm sorry, capacity that could be, whether it be by experience, whether it be through media, uh, and continue to grow uh, <laughs> professionally and in the space, understanding that what's what worked in the 1980s may not work now, and what works now uh, might need some tweaks by 10 years from now. Uh, so uh, that's that's my piece for 2023. <laughs> nice, nice, and. Don't know if it was Anthony or Nia that had their hand up first. You can go with Nia. Okay. Hey, Nia. <laughs> Hello. Thank you, Anthony. Um, so I have humongous goals for 2023. I don't think they can fit. Um, I'm excited to see my new cousins again at FinCon 2023. Uh, I think that FinCon is going to hit completely differently in 2023. Uh, 2022 was my first time. So um, I feel like now it's going to be a family reunion. Um, I agree with Jonathan. I'm really big on partnering, collaborating, and supporting each other. Like if you see that I hit like on your video, I watched it to the end. I did not like it in two seconds and keep going. Um, So for my business, what I'm looking to do is be like, I have these big goals and very ambitious goals, but I'm looking to be more strategic in how I implement them and how I map out my action plan. So like Anthony said, he writes down his goals. I do that. I'm a very type A person. I take notes. I keep up with them. I make to-do lists and things like that to keep myself on track and focused. Um, so I'm looking to work on just really creating a better impact in the community through my business and being able to provide a better customer experience are two big goals for me this year. Um, I feel like, you know, like, like kind of similar to what Jonathan said, if you're in this business and you're passionate about it, I feel like that's usually going to be one of your main goals. Yes, you're in business and you want to succeed and excel, but of course you're looking to actually create that impact into the clients that you serve and the organizations that you partner with. I'm looking to increase my speaking opportunities. Um, I already am fully booked for January and February, so looking to keep that flow going for the full year. Um, so that just kind of gives a brief overview of the the things that I'm working on for 2023 myself. Yes, yes. And actually, Nia, you inspired me um, just in our, you know, little group because how you were saying you were playing out your content. So that's what I've been working on uh, actually Christmas Day. And also today I've been working on playing out my content for next year. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. I actually signed up for the repurpose IO that Marquita, mm-hmm. Marquita told us about. Mm-hmm. And I've already set up like what's automatically going to go to what network and like I'm going to use all my YouTubes and make snippets. Like I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> I'm over here working it out. Yes. Yes. I know. I, I went ahead and um in my planner. So for the whole month of February, spoiler alert, I'm doing, um I'm shouting out one lesser known African-American because, um, you know, the same people keep getting the same play. And so I'm like, let me do some lesser known people that still made strides and stuff. And so I planned all of that out for February. So every day has a different person. So now I have to sit down and actually record those videos. (laughs) But at least that's more than what I usually do. And that's thanks to you, Mia. Um, Anthony? Yeah, so for 2023, um, I'm actually trying to go through my list now and just taking a copy and paste for what I did for 2022 um, is like the first quarter is really try to increase the uh, awareness of the podcast. So I'm going to do like the highlights for the quarters. Um, Like Q2 is pretty much to close out for the season. Uh, Q3 is just to kind of begin season four of the podcast. Um, And then uh, Q4 is about giving back. Um, so just trying to like ways I can give back to our like gifts um, to the listeners and then also try to find ways that I can actually, um, I don't know, any anything that you guys that are, have free, uh, I try to sprinkle some throughout the year, but like really I want to focus on Q4, which is pretty much giving back and how to try to add more value and impact to everybody. So those are just like 
kind of the big overarching goals. But some of the specific ones is really just to kind of do two speaking engagements because I already have one set up. So already for the first Q1. So the second one, I just got to figure out how I'm going to do that or just create my own. That's one of the things that I really want to do is actually create my own um, meet and greet. Uh, Just at a local pub or something like that and just kind of like, hey, everybody just kind of like show up (laughs) because I'm not reserving for $4,000. Like it's really expensive. It's like without food, it's about $2,000 for like a small square space. Um, One spot I did find is it's in the cut though, but they want like $1,500, but it includes uh, food and beer because it's a brewery. Um, So I've been asking around, so I'm trying to get that underway as well. But that's what I had planned uh, for 2023, just to kind of do more speaking engagements and getting the podcast known out there a little bit more. Nice, nice. Um, That is awesome. Y'all are just motivating me even more as we're speaking right now. (laughs) I'm like, ooh, a meet and greet. Hmm. Um, But I'll say for 2023, uh, my biggest thing is focusing back on the blog. So like 2022 was all about the podcast for me. And so I went really hard with the podcast to grow it, to create more content, getting up to four releases a week has been crazy, but that was my goal for the year. So as I'm rounding out the year, um, almost made my goal. Well, I could have made it. I didn't add in YouTube yet, but I wanted to get 50,000 listens by the end of the year. And I think I'm almost there. Um, I know on Lipson, I'm like at 45, 700 or something like that. But um, that was a big push for me. So next year, my big push personally is going to be the blog because honestly, I miss writing. Um, I miss chronicling my journey. Like that's how this all started was chronicling my journey to be debt free by 30. Now that has changed to 35, but I need to get back to actually putting that journey out there. So one of the things that I um, have planned is January 1st, I'm going to do a financial check-in because I haven't done that in a while for my blog. And so I'm going to do a financial check-in for that and just focusing on content, focusing on SEO. Like I want to be an SEO expert by the end of the year next year Um, and just making sure that I am able to provide um, that form of content. And then also just not... uh, Honestly, I'm not going to do video for the podcast anymore. Just going to do audio all next year. So I'm putting that in place and just doing video for the lives because I felt like um, I was just I did a lot this year. And, you know, as an entrepreneur or as a small business owner, you have to try things, see what works, see what doesn't leave what doesn't and, you know, get on the trains that are still moving. (laughs) And so I have realized that video is not my thing when it comes to the podcast. And I think I'm gonna go back to audio only. So those are just some things that I'm thinking about for 2023. Um, I'm excited to see what the year holds. I want it to be my biggest year yet. This has been my biggest year to date, but I want 2023 to be even bigger than this year. Um, Nia? So, yes, I kind of did the same thing. Like, I've mapped out all of my blog posts for the year so that my content will kind of be in line with it. So, like, for example, January is Financial Wellness Month. So I'll be talking about different topics and things that go along with that. So, like you said, it kind of gives me a better structure on what I'm coming out with and being mindful of whatever offers I have coming up. So that's kind of some of the way that I've set up my content. Yes, yes. And then also what I'm starting to do too is theme every month. So like January is going to be like goal setting. Um, February is all about black excellence. You know, uh, June, I know I did for travel. So just theming every month. So that way, as I create content, everything kind of leans on each other. Like up until now, so what, it's been five years of Money Talk with Tiff. I've just been willy-nilly doing everything. Y'all can probably tell from all of my comments and stuff in the chat and everything. I just do whatever, whenever, you know, whatever. however the spirit moves me is, is what I live by. But now I'm trying to be more intentional, to Rakim's point, you know, he brought up intentionality. I want to be more intentional as we go forward uh, because I feel like um, – I can't just be willy nilly because that's not how businesses operate. You get what I'm saying? Like I'm willy nilly trying this software, doing this, doing that. 
Meanwhile, my overhead is getting more expensive when it really doesn't need to be. And so I've been cutting down on all my subscriptions. Um, but don't get me wrong. If anybody's listening that is FinTech or some type of product productivity app, please feel free to sponsor me because I will. Um, <laughs> I will shut you out um, and if I get to try it for free. But <laughs> I do want to be more intentional with what I'm putting out and with the software and stuff that I'm using instead of just trying everything and doing everything. So big changes coming up, super excited about it, super excited about everything that everybody has going on. Um, and as I'm sitting here listening, like I said, I'm even more amped up and ready to go for 2023. 2022 has been rough, but like we all said, we learned a lot. We gained a lot, and now it's time to get on with the new year. Uh, did anybody want to add anything else? Any of the listeners you want to pop up, just request? And any of our speakers, panelists, have anything else to add? Anthony? Yeah, well, first off, I have to say that, you know, thank you, everybody, and thank you to for, you know, putting this all together um, and bringing this space to light you know, for this year. I know it's been a lot. You're like, to me, the only person I could think of that works the hardest. <laughs> uh, you know, first from being pregnant, having the kids, so you doing this, so you doing that. And I'm like, only doing the episode once a week. Let me step up my game. Let me start doing twice a week. And I'm like, yo, how is she doing this and that as well? Like, I, I can't do it. But, you know, I have to say I commend you you are actually pushing me to be better. And all of you, just hearing all of your stories, hearing all of your um, ambitions is really uh, driving me. I know it sounds selfish, but I have to be selfish to keep me going. Um, but I do love the grind that everybody is doing here. Um, and I'm just glad to be in, in the space. Thank you. Thank you, Anthony. You have me dying laughing over here. And the crazy part, though, like, and this is, the crazy part about outside looking in right this I've worked the least amount this year than I've ever worked uh, <laughs> and so that's the crazy part about what you just said but I mean still looking at it um, I can see how it looks like I'm going crazy but that was one of the lessons that I learned this year is to not go so hard like I know to you <laughs> I know to you it don't seem like I'm, I'm not going as hard but I truly am not um, like, for, for instance, the beginning of the year from January to like April, I did nothing um, from September to like now I'm not doing hardly anything. Uh, so I have not worked as hard as I usually do. But that was one of the le lessons I learned this year because I used to operate from, I guess, uh, lack and I'm like, oh, I have to go hard. I have to do this. I have to do that. Um, that's the only way money's going to keep flowing in is if I go hard and I have to, you know, um, hustle culture pretty much. Right. But this year I said, you know what? I'm, I'm over it. Um, <laughs> I don't want to do that this year. And I didn't. And I still was able to pay my bills. So um, that was one of the lessons that I learned this year was you, you don't necessarily have to go hard. Um and working more strategically has been helpful too. But anyway, that was my two cents on that. But you had me dying laughing. Um, did anybody else want to do just the last takeaway or last thing before we hop off? All right. Well, we are right on time, Rakim. <laughs> you don't have to, um, you know, tatter. I, I see it. I see it. <laughs> <laughs> right on time. All right. So thank you all so much for joining us tonight. This is Fin Noir Space for Black Money Talk. We do this every Monday at 9 p.m. We will continue into the new year. We just get around um, roundtable, get to know um, what each other is doing or we go over some pressing topics um, for our culture. And so it's a great space to be in. We have very lively conversations. This one was a little lighthearted. Um, went to end the, end the year off lighthearted, but we get into some pretty heavy topics. So I highly recommend joining us every Monday at 9 p.m. on Twitter. And if you are currently in the space, please make sure that you um, follow all of the people up here. And if you're listening in, 
um, on the podcast. I do have it in the show notes where you can follow all of these lovely people that you heard from. And I am so grateful for each and every one of you for just doing this space. I think we've been doing it since what, like October, maybe September, October, somewhere up in there, Um, just for coming to the space, showing out every week. Um, sharing your energy, sharing your information, sharing your knowledge. It has been so helpful, not only for me, but I'm sure everybody in here. And I've been getting so many people saying how much this space has helped them um, just as a space for us to come together and talk about these things. So I appreciate you all. Thank you all so much. 2022, we are out. 2023, here we come. Um, And I can't wait to see you all next week. Bye. Thank you for listening, joining, and being a part of the Money Talk with Tiff podcast this week. You can check Tiff out every Thursday for a new Money Talk podcast. But if you just can't wait until next week, you can listen to previous podcast episodes at moneytalkwitht.com or follow Tiff on all social media platforms at Money Talk with T. Until next time, spend wise by spending less than you make. A word to the money wise is always sufficient.